Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? How much are you? How was your Christmas? It was good. How was yours? It was wonderful. I know folks out there listening to this maybe in July are like, what? But yeah, this is being cut uh, December 26th, the day after Christmas, rolling right into the new year. It's been an exciting time, but I got to tell you, I know that the 26th is usually that time when people wake up and go, oh my gosh, what did I do in relation to their finances? This is a tough month, I got to tell you, a very, very difficult month. Despite my OCD planning and pre-planning, I went over on a few, I'm going to go over on a few areas, the month isn't even done, Um, and that is all those last minute things, oh, did you get this, oh, did you run out and get that, oh, we need to take this, oh, we're going here, might as well take a bottle of wine, blah, 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 blah. Very difficult to stay joyous in the season where you're overextending yourself on the budget, So, let's all take a deep breath. And know that today's a new day. You can start again. You're not done. Don't give up. Don't quit. Don't throw in the towel. 2020 is your year. Or whatever year you happen to be listening to this. Or tomorrow, if it's July. Whatever. Start now. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. Restart those engines. Get started again. You have not failed. You got a pulse, right? Check it. I'll wait. Yep, you're still alive. I got a pulse. All right. But seriously, friends, we're shooting this, uh, cutting this around the 26th of December, on the 26th of December. And this is a difficult month for many people. And the pressure is real. And we are going to talk more and more about being able to say no, being able to stay within your budget, being able to kind of, you know, stick to your plan despite how non-societal that is and non-whatever. It's definitely not in vogue. But it will create a sense of peace and certainly future prosperity in you uh, that is totally unmatched. Nothing out there can match that. All right, Uh, we've got to run right into our question. But before we do, I just want to give a uh, quick shout out. If you are on Facebook and you have not yet checked out the DIY tribe, that is the place to be. Make sure you check that out. And again, if you're laughing at me because I'm still on Facebook, tough. You can check us out on Insta, which is rocking DIY.money, DIY.money on Instagram. All right, let's roll right into our question. We got a doozy from Nikki. Nikki, what do you got? DIY! Hi, DIY Money. This is Nikki, and I am from Canada. Woo, woo! Is there a standard rule to follow when it comes to allocating your income to increase margin? And how's that, how does that change over time for someone going to school, like myself, to graduating and working full-time in the future? Thank you. Enjoy your podcast. Canada, eh? Woo, woo! That was fun. Woof, woof. She threw no A in there. Does all of Canada say A? Many do. 
I don't know. Our Canadians out there are like, nope, they don't. I mean, I know that's the thing, but some of them are French, right? Do the French say, eh? Uh, I don't know. All right, uh, Nikki, you have asked a doozy, and I got to tell you, um, I had some thoughts on this. I know there's a lot of thoughts floating around on the internet about this. I know Elizabeth Warren even has chimed in on thoughts regarding this. I want you to take it first, then. Oh, you do, do yeah, you? I'm starting the new year with a new me. All righty. Talk first. Well, let's... Uh, Let's kind of relay what I like to do, Nikki, and and uh, I like to sort of start at the top with um, tithe savings and the rest. So I live, our family lives by a ten ten eighty principle, and that kind of is becoming a little cliche. You've never heard that, and you know, I guess it's new to you, but uh, it's a little cliche around these parts. And that is, we we basically will give ten percent of our our wages or earnings, we will uh, save 10%, and then we will live on the remaining 80%. Now, mind you, um, and I wrote about this long, long ago, and I'll do it again, is that uh, if folks are out there and you're significantly in debt and you have, you know, the the the, the worst of the worst, you know, the credit card, the store credit card, et cetera, and you're kind of, you know, looking at your, um, line items and you have, let's say giving is a, is a, is high priority for you. I I know this is my opinion and my opinion only, but I think you can give of your time while you are working hard to get out of debt. I think there is value to your time. Uh, and, and I think that that's okay. I, I know many people who beat themselves up, not being able to tithe as much or give or, or et cetera. And, and I just don't think that that's, I don't think that's right. So now, uh, getting back to your poignant question, your specific question, there are a lot of, uh, of rules out there or general, uh, you just can Google them and you'll see things like, oh, the, you know, the 30, 30 or the 20, 30, 50 principle um, is what I think. I'm just, I'm just spitballing this, but I think that's the Elizabeth Warren has, has in her book has made that um, uh, famous. And that is she, she advocates saving 20%. Um, your needs being your, uh, or your wants being 30% and your needs being 50%, something like that. I don't know. Um, again, the same general idea of a percentage for this, a percentage for that percentage is this. I will say that I do subscribe to one that can give you a good foundation. And that is that your housing costs, and that is what you pay for your, mortgage or rent, your utilities, if you own a home, your taxes, your insurance, et cetera, should be no more than 30% of your gross income. Now, your gross income, many people don't even know what that is after they you know, deduct for 401k and health insurance, et cetera. So why don't we just say 20% of your net income? 20% of your net income, in my opinion, should be uh, housing. And so if you are, if you're doing that quick math, if you're listening to the show for the first time or have been listening to it and we've never talked about this because we never had this question. Uh, and you're sitting there going, well, I make, you know, $80,000, uh, a year and I bring home, um, you know, whatever, 65,000. Well, that's $13,000 a year in your expenses for your housing. Divide that by 12 and that's what? eleven, twelve hundred $1,200. You might go, um, wow, I am spending way too much in my housing. Well, maybe it's time to readjust that. All right. So that's really the only rule of thumb I like to kind of 
personally look at with people. I think everything else is common sense. And again, it boils down to the areas that you're following within the DIY money plan. I mean, I got to go back there. So you got $1,000 fast cash, yes or no? Three months emergency fund, yes or no? Are you already putting away for some sort of retirement in a company plan? Yes or no? Then we start attacking the crap debt first, credit cards, store cards, then the then the bad, bad debt, right? Auto loans, student loans, and then finally the mortgage. So, and then you can factor there in there, you know, if you're a student, you're not, you don't have a mortgage, any of that stuff. You're trying to, you know, live within your means and then you get out and you're like, well, now I want to start saving. So I'm going to, you know, make sure I pay down this, this garbage debt and then I'm going to start putting 20% away, et cetera. But I don't have a general rule of thumb for margin as long as you are doing everything you possibly can to live within your means, take the difference, and pay it towards debt. I'm a big fan of the 10-10-80 rule. I'm a big fan of the 20% housing rule. Other than that, I think it's just making sure you're disciplined and attempting to achieve your goals as you set them forth. That's what I got. Daniel? Yeah, I, we don't really, in our personal budget, use a rule of thumb on the fixed expenses. Uh, I think years ago, we kind of found the level at which we thought was comfortable for the area of the country that we live in um, and the expenses that, that that represents for us. And we've just tried to keep it within that range and not just let it grow proportionately over time. So we've basically said, you know, this is about the comfortability we have with housing, with groceries, with clothing, et cetera. And let's do everything we can to keep it there. And then obviously, as we added kids into the picture, they added to those expenses somewhat, but but not massively. Um, so no rule of thumb on that uh, real precisely. Uh, I do like your housing rule of thumb, especially uh, calculating it on the net, um, because any of the rules of the thumb that calculate on the gross, I think, don't take into account some of the different situations that people have and the different tax situations, et cetera. So it's really hard to do it on that. I did hear or read uh, a, what I thought was a really good rule of thumb on um, auto uh, purchases and in relation to your income and what those should be. Uh, I can't remember if it was in if it was in The Millionaire Next Door or one of those type of books, but it, it, it basically broke down into pretty much everybody's overpaying for a car um, based upon your annual income and, and kind of gave a what I thought was a pretty good rule of thumb, but would also have me uh, driving a, a very less expensive car that was uh, maybe more heavily used than, than the one that we recently purchased. So um, it was good food for thought, I thought, uh, and it made you really think through what it is that you really need out of a car, the fact that it is mostly transportation, uh, to get you to your job, et cetera. It's not really there for image. It's not really there for comfortability for, uh, per se. Uh, I will say I lean on the edge of uh, getting something that's massively more reliable if possible because uh, I just hate bringing cars in for maintenance. It's just one of my my things that I'm just not good at. Uh, you know, just repetitive maintenance for old cars to try to keep them going above 100 and 150,000 miles uh, and so forth. But uh, But yeah, I pretty much second and agree with everything else you said. Well, there you go. That was an excellent question, Nikki. Woof, woof. Again, I think the key is making sure you still are following the DIY money steps. I mean, it's as simple as that. Uh, well, it's in theory, it's as simple as that. Uh, and then you can you can add in some of those different parameters. Uh, the simple fact that you are asking about percentage for margin 
uh, is phenomenal. That means you're delving in and really trying to get granular with your savings and your objectives, and that is going to set you up for incredible success. So thank you for the question. Derek will be in touch for the $25 e-gift card from Amazon. If you're new to the show, what Nikki did was send us a question via her smartphone. Simply record a voice memo, drop it to us via email, podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, DIY.money for goodness there. And if you're on Facebook, check out the DIY Money Tribe. It's a great place to be. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decisions, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.